Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the State Tax Show, your home for the world of state and local tax. I'm Matt Hunsaker. Today, we are going to discuss California's proposed disclosure of confidential taxpayer information, also known as Senate Bill 972. I hope all of you are having a great summer. I know travel plans may have been curtailed a bit due to COVID, but I hope that you're still finding creative ways to have some fun and recharge your batteries. We've been looking at ways to get outdoors and still have some social distancing. So I spent last weekend with my extended family at Bear Lake, which is on the Idaho-Utah border near Wyoming. My poor kids are used to the bathwater warm water of Texas reservoirs. Those of you from Texas know what I'm talking about. And so I felt bad for them because the frigid mountain water was a bit of a shock to their systems. Bear Lake has a beautiful turquoise color from all the limestone deposits down at the bottom. In fact, some folks even call it the Caribbean of the Rockies. It really is beautiful. And if you ever have a chance to make it out to that area, I suggest giving the lake a shot. Just be sure to check your weather reports because it can get cold, even in the middle of the summer. Today, I wanted to do a quick episode on some troubling California legislation. I typically don't spend much time on this podcast discussing pending legislation, but this one raises enough concerns that. I thought it would be wise to bring it to your attention before it potentially passes, just in case you want to get involved in the legislative process. So let's talk about Senate Bill 972. It was introduced by Senate Majority Whip Nancy Skinner, and back on May 28th, it was approved by the Senate Governance and Finance Committee, and it has now been uh, passed by the Senate. And so the the next step is for it to be heard by the state assembly, but that's not going to happen until after they return from their summer recess. So there's a little bit of time here. Senate Bill 972 would require the Franchise Tax Board to disclose certain previously confidential taxpayer information. In fact, information that previously the disclosure of it would have been a criminal offense. Senate Bill 972's disclosure provisions would only apply to taxpayers that have over $5 billion in gross receipts. And for those in a combined group, that's calculated on a combined group basis. The Franchise Tax Board says that this would mean it would affect about 500 companies. So what is actually disclosed? Here's the list. Uh, And this is a list of information that is actually going to be posted on the California State Controller's Office website. So the list includes the taxpayer's name, their total gross receipts, their tax liability for the year, and the amount of credits claimed on the tax return. This list would be compiled on April 1st of 2021 and then April 1st of each year thereafter, which I think is a terrible April Fool's Day joke. 
And then it would be posted on May 1st on the controller's office website. Those who are advancing this legislation say that they're doing it purely to give the state legislature and policymakers data so they can determine whether California tax credits are really benefiting the state or not. And so the, the idea is that they're going to use this information to review tax policy. Obviously, those who are opponents to the bill say that, well, this is actually just a huge invasion of taxpayer confidentiality and privacy. And even though you may say that it's being used to review tax policy, it's really just designed to shame larger corporations who you and I know periodically don't have tax liability, even though that may not make sense to the general public. Some are also concerned that it's going to discourage businesses from using state tax credits because of the negative publicity that will come as a result of having their name up on this list. Those who are opposing the bill also say, instead of making it public, why can't you just send the data directly to the legislature and policymakers? And the response to this was a little bewildering to me. The bill author said that it's more efficient to just put it online instead of requesting it from staff. I don't really see what the big deal is on the efficiency front there or how it justifies the invasion of privacy. Opponents to the bill and industry in general have suggested, well, instead of just giving taxpayer information, which on an individual basis is not really all that useful to policymakers, why not take this information and provide it in an aggregate form to policymakers so that you can protect taxpayer confidentiality and still at the same time give the data that the legislature wants to review tax policy. I have not yet heard a good response to that argument. And I think, and this might be the cynic in me, but I think most people really do think that this is an effort to shame large businesses who don't have tax liabilities in some years. And this is particularly tricky because you and I know that the corporate income tax is very volatile and taxpayers can have net operating losses that produce no tax liability for many years. In fact, years in which they appear to be doing very well. And the general public may not really fully appreciate how there's often a mismatch between business cycles and reporting periods and how having no tax liability does not necessarily reflect that there's some nefarious tax planning at foot, but that it's just how things work out sometimes when you are looking at a very volatile type of tax. The other thing that is somewhat egregious about this public information is that it suggests to the public that these taxpayers are not paying any taxes, when in fact it's really ignoring all of the other types of taxes, such as their sales and use tax and their property taxes and their unemployment insurance taxes and the like. If this measure does pass, I think there will most certainly be challenges to it. First of all, many would argue that it undermines the privacy guaranteed in the California Taxpayer Bill of Rights. Now, the state has said that this is not new, disclosing this type of information, and they point to a list of other states that disclose taxpayer information. But that's not quite entirely accurate. A lot of the states that they reference just provide information about taxpayers claiming credits. 
But as far as I know, there is no state out there that reveals a taxpayer's gross receipts, let alone its tax liability for the year. And that's really an interesting point because there is really a strong argument that by disclosing gross receipts, you could be violating federal laws that prohibit states from disclosing taxpayers' federal tax return information. You may be asking, well, how does that come into play? Well, that's because California uses a taxpayer's federal taxes to calculate state tax liability. And so theoretically, you can back into uh, federal gross income just by looking at the gross receipts that are listed on the website. So we'll have to see if there are some challenges there, but that is certainly a potential for litigation. Let me know if you have any concerns about Senate Bill 972 and if you have any interest in getting involved with groups that are opposing it, and I can certainly connect you with the right people. We will have to wait and see, though, whether it passes. We, like I said before, we still have to wait for the summer recess to be over so the Assembly can take a look at it. And I will keep you updated as things progress. Thanks to each of you for listening. Until next week, this is Matt Hunsaker for The State Tax Show. The State Tax Show podcast is produced by Baker and Hostetler, LLP, and is for informational purposes only. It is intended to inform our clients and other friends of the firm about current legal developments of general interest. Issues discussed should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners should not act upon the information contained in this podcast without professional counsel. In some jurisdictions, this podcast may constitute attorney advertising. The hiring of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Please visit BakerLaw.com for more information about our practices and experience.